0: The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living With Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved.
1: tomorrow I just live from day to day I don't borrow from it's sunshine though the skies may turn
0: Thank right. Today, we have Bishop elect Dr. Henry Nelson of In Need Change Fellowship Church located in New York. How are you today, Bishop elect Dr. Nelson?
2: Oh, all is well, thank God, and thank you for having me. All is well.
0: I really appreciate it. Where is your church located in New York?
2: Okay, it's so at, located at 1036 Winthrop Street between 92nd and 93rd. That's Brooklyn, New York,
0: 11212. And the hours of your service? Oh, we have um service
2: on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Service starts at 5 p.m.
0: All right. Bishop-elect Dr. Nelson, there is so many in this world today that feel they can't make it. No matter what, they may place one foot forward and they feel like they get knocked back 10 steps. What do you have to say about that?
2: Well, I mean... Um, what what comes to my mind right now? The scripture tells us that basically this this, this race is not for the swift and this battle is not for the strong, but for those who endure. And I like to th- let the people know: ask God for the endurance to just to continue to move, and um, God will give you the strength as you move forward and to realize those. The, the adversary constantly gets in your way because you are on your way to something great. So that's like an energizer for me. And I always say that I don't get upset when the storms of life grows. I get excited because I know something big is about to happen. And you have to look at it as you just being a threat to the adversary. And he's trying to stop you from getting um, into your destiny, walking into your destiny and your purpose in life.
0: Um, what do you have to say to those who want to live an abundant life?
2: Oh, live an abundant life. Those who want to walk in the abundance of God, just literally follow the precepts of God. God has laid everything out for us. The scripture says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You just have to walk in alignment with the will of God. And as you walk in alignment in the will of God and being led by his spirit, he will direct you in the direction and the path that he wants you to go. And I believe the problem that we make, a lot of us make, is that we try to do this thing on our own with no guidance with no instructions and god has already laid it out because the bible says he says i know the plans that i have for you said the lord plans for you to prosper and not to harm you plans to give you hope in the future so if god has already laid it out we just have to be sensitive to the word of god sensitive to our in our ears to be able to hear in the spiritual realm and we will move in the direction that god wants us to move in and we get caught up and a become frustrated simply when we try to do this thing on our own and the Bible tells us that we must not lean on our own understanding and and I believe that's where we, we mess up at by trying to do it on our own and not being patient, having the patience but in the midst of everything that's going on it's preparation for you to walk in to your greatness but God has to prepare us for that
0: Um, there's a lot of youth that are conformed to this world. What would you tell them about just living for things?
2: Living for the things, it's temporarily. It will not last. It will bring you happiness for a moment, but when it's all gone away, then you will have nothing. And that's what we must. um, That's why I tell a lot of people, especially my youth ministry that I have, I let them know that the only things that we do for God will last. This other stuff looks appealing. But what it does is separates you from your purpose. It separates you from becoming who God really wants you to become. And they are not really walking in their greatness because what the world has to offer is not compatible to what God has for them. And I just let them know that there's so much more beyond what The things of this world has to offer. And you just have to be able to see past. See past. The things that are standing in your way. Because it's enticing to the people. It's enticing. And as believers, I tell a lot of my brothers and sisters in Christ. We have to make this gospel enticing to the young people. So that they can see who they are in God. Mm -hmm. And the great
0: things that God has for them. Now, I talk to a lot of people um, who ride the fence. And I tell them, you can't have one foot in God and one foot in the world. You have to choose where you're going to stand. And I've been told by some that um, it seems that when they go towards God, things get worse. And I tell them that's just a test. What would you have to say to that? And and, and it's so uh,
2: prophetic how you just said it because... I was just speaking to someone about that, and I, and I and I tell them, I said, once you accept Christ as your Lord, I said, that's when the battle begins.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. when the battle begins because now you you are becoming a threat mm-hmm. to the kingdom, so the battle
2: begins. But and that's why it's so imperative that you know the scripture. And the scripture tells us that in this lifetime, we
1: will go through some hardships, but we must be of good cheer because he has overcome. Mm -hmm.
2: So if you already know, and that's why it's so important, if you already know that the enemy is going to get in your way because you are on your way to something great, you'll be prepared for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you'll be prepared for it It, 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 and you know it's in the hands of God and God has already taken care of it that's where you get your uh, peace from knowing that it's in the hands of God so you can continue to move forward to fulfill your purpose in life
0: Mm -hmm. now um, I don't know if you know this or not but I have lupus and (laughs) I also receive calls asking myself questions about how do I endure it all? And I tell them I have God who helps me through. Amen, amen. What advice would would you give to someone who is chronically ill, lupus or someone's dealing with cancer about just putting your trust and faith in God. It's like, um, they tell me that they see me walking around or doing things and I'm supposed to be sick. I don't take it as a sickness. I don't even consider myself or see myself as ill as I explain to them whenever. I receive a new diagnosis, and I'll tell the physicians right out: you're not the original physician of this body. You did not create this body. Amen amen. So, what would you would you tell someone who struggles in the despair of an illness? I know I've tried to tell them that. Whatever you're going through, you better be glad you're going through it because it's somebody who did not make it today. It's somebody who has pain um, in a leg that they have lost the phantom pain, but you have two legs. Be thankful for that pain. You can still feel that pain. You still have two legs. So what would you tell someone?
2: Um, I would just lead them directly to the scripture. And what the scripture tells you, and, and, and it tells you that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Now, it's letting you know that it's going to form. But it will not prosper. It will not affect your relationship with God. At the end of the day, regardless of what it is that you may be going through in the physical realm, as long as your soul says yes, and as long as you are putting your trust in God, you have won the victory. Mm-hmm. And this is what we have to understand. This life that we live is temporarily to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So through it all, your soul still says yes and that's that's what gives you the joy to continue to move forward and move in your um element whatever it is that you may be going you move in it and believe that you are healed in the name of Jesus the Bible says he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our inequities mm-hmm. and the chastisement of our sinners upon the body stripes you are healed and it was so profound like said, you said you don't walk like you are sick
1: Mm-mm.
2: your mind is somewhere else like I am healed I am healed mm-hmm. and I was going a lot of people didn't realize I was going through something about a year ago I was just telling my wife this morning when we came from the gym and um came in my eyes yesterday when I was in a gym. I, said, I was telling my wife, I said, I said, honey, um, I remember a year and a half ago, I was taking my daughter to school and it was running late and I tried to run. And I couldn't even, when I walked, my whole body was just mm-hmm.
1: aching.
2: I couldn't believe it. And then the Lord spoke to me, and I said, I am healed. I, whatever's going on in my body, I am healed. I went to the doctors. They couldn't diagnose me for nothing. And the Lord said, you just have to go through this process.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, you are
2: healed. And, then, and I didn't I got up every day doing what I was normally doing. Mm-hmm. And then with that same mindset that you had. I am healed in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow this to stop me from moving forward. And that's what I would tell them. As long as your soul says yes and you still have that zeal and the desire for God, you will move with God. And God will give you the
0: endurance. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And, and, and that's what it is. You have to walk through it, walk in it by faith.
1: And then that's why faith is so important. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy, the first thing the enemy have you
2: thinking, you're dying, you're this, you're that, but it's a mindset.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and and the enemy cannot do what God has already done. Mm-hmm. And you are in the hands of God. So, because of what? Look at Job. Mm-hmm. He had a hedge upon Job. Mm-hmm. Everything he
0: went through, but you can't take his life. The enemy can't do
2: anything without the permission
1: of God. So, we just got to keep moving.
0: You know, when you mentioned um, your story about what you were going through a year ago, in 2014, um, I got up that morning to go to the gym, and I told my sister, I said, um, I'll call you when I get back home. And she said, okay, be careful. I went to the gym. I was off of the treadmill. Started feeling heavy pressure in my chest. And I said, God, please let me make it to the other side to sit down. I made it to the other side to sit down. And I was not coming. uh, My mind was not coming clear. And so I asked one of the young ladies, I said, please help me. And that was the last thing I remembered. And when they had me on a defibrillator, they shocked me. And um, they said, rush her to the ER. She coded. And so they called my sister. And my sister said that when she received the call, she said, what are you talking about? I just spoke to her. And they said, no, no. You need to come to the hospital. She had a heart attack. And I tell people every day no matter what I go through I never blame God. That's right. And when they were willing me to the emergency room I was saying to myself thank you God.
2: Yes, yes
0: Lord. And my sister They came to the hospital, and they said, what happened? And I explained it to them. And um, my middle sister asked me, she said, I don't mean to be funny, but what did you see? And I told her, I said, it wasn't my time. I said, it was not my time. And that's why I tried to instill in people through my show that, no matter what you go through, God has you amen. It's no need to worry it's no need to fret. He has you, and if it's not your time, it's not your time amen and that's why I'm so adamant when I go to see the physicians, no matter what they throw at me the the Last thing they say to me, do you need to talk to someone? I say I talk to him 24/7. No, um, I don't.
1: Jesus. Amen.
0: But it seems like and maybe it's just me. I don't want people to act like I do because I know the God I serve. Amen. Amen. He has gotten me through so much. This was not the first time I came close to death, and I'm quite sure it won't be the last time. But I don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. I try to let people know: live for today.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Don't yes. worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. But live an abundant life. He mm-hmm. did not place us here to be living in lack. Right. And I try to get people to see that, but sometimes it gets hard, Dr. Nelson.
1: Yes,
2: yes. (laughs) I I understand. I understand. And and just to piggyback off what you said, live the abundance life. And I tell people all the time to live God's best life. Live the life that God has laid before you. And I just want something, you know, God put it in my spirit. How do you live God's best life? How? It's through your faith, moral excellence, the knowledge and the wisdom of God, self-control, patience, endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. Mm-hmm. Those are eight things that I tell the people. Mm-hmm. And you
1: can live God's best life mm-hmm. in you.
2: And, and it's not hard and, and, and I can really relate to what you are saying because and You listen to, you know, my Facebook page, and Mm -hmm. and I just want everybody to experience God the way I experience him. -hmm. We may experience him different, but I just want you to know who he is, because I truly believe that as believers, a lot of us are walking beneath, Mm -hmm. beneath our purpose.
1: Mm -hmm. We're not walking in the fullness of God, and it's there for us. Mm -hmm.
2: And that's just my passion. That's just my passion in the midst of everything that's going on, what I was going through, what I was going through in my body. I never stopped ministering. I never stopped preaching. I never stopped telling somebody that they are healed in the name of Jesus because I knew mine was about to manifest. I knew my healing was on its way.
0: And sometimes, Dr. Nelson, you have to lay hands on yourself. Yes, yes, yes. And say, yes by his stripes i am healed yes 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 and that's
2: very important Lay hands, and this—I don't mind praying for people. I got so many people that I prayed for, and they come to me when you know sick and whatever, and they've been healed, and you know, props up. But I let them know you can do this. I don't want you to look at me as some special individual. And just as you know, remember, I laid hands on a young lady, and she told my wife, "Your husband healed me." And I told her, "I don't want that credit." My wife told me, "I went back." I said, "I'm grateful, and I know that God healed you, but remember, God healed." I'm just a vessel. I don't want the credit, but I want you to know that you
1: can lay hands on yourself. Mm-hmm. You can encourage yourself
2: in the Lord, just as David did. Mm-hmm. And that's just what we have to have. But I truly believe that it's become a lack of faith in the relationship that they have with God.
0: and And that's what astounds me. How can you not have faith in God? It it really does. Sometimes I sit in my room and just think about it and um when I get in that mood, I won't take any phone calls at all. I get my Bible And I just think about how can someone not have faith in you, God, if you brought them out? How can someone have their feet one foot in the world and one foot towards you? How can you ride the fence when you know it's him who's bringing you out? And how come no one said, that in this world, you would not go through anything. Everybody goes through something. Yes, yes, yes Why yes. do people think that they don't have to go through anything? Mm. And it really amazes me. It really does.
2: Yes, and, and, and a lot of people, what I hear from that through my counselor, a lot of people say they don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. Well, you're in the wrong field.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This is an ongoing battle. As long as you are lifting up the name of Jesus, as long as you are confessing and proclaiming that he is your Lord, there is always going to be a fight.
1: Mm -hmm. You will
2: always be in a battle, but the battle that you are in has already been won. So it just gets you closer to God. And this is what we have to come to understand. It's going to, as long as you serve God, it's going to be a battle.
1: But the battle has been won. You're victorious. Mm-hmm. You just have to walk through it. And, and,
2: and just that's just what it is that I believe we don't want to go through that process. and Not realizing it makes us stronger. And I look at it at like this and some people look at me like I'm crazy woman of God, they, I tell them you know, when I'm under attack to me the enemy is doing me a favor because I, I'm going closer to God mm-hmm.
1: I understand the greater the glory the greater the tribulations so I'm doing something right mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. for him to try to interfere and but it, it's a mindset of the people and to piggyback what you said, I believe that people take advantage of God God yes. has brought them out
2: of a place where they know they couldn't have got themselves out of and once they're good they go back and do what they want That's to me that's taking advantage oh I can always go back to them but it's going to come a time it's going to come a time because it's, it's in the book of Psalms when he said "Um, um, the
1: Lord said um, you thought I was like you because I was silent mm-hmm.
2: but he said I will reproof you so the Lord is just giving us an opportunity to get it right, and He's talking to the believers. He just wants to get an opportunity to get it right before He steps in.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you already know my precepts. You already know my commandments. You already know what's right and what's wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: I want to give you an opportunity before I step in. But we take them for granted. Yes. You know, we take them for granted, and um. You know, that's why I just constantly pray for our brothers and sisters. Because I truly believe if we all just stay in alignment with the will of God, yes. a lot of stuff that's going on in the world wouldn't be taking place.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> you
2: know, so um we serve an awesome God.
0: Yes, God. we do. Yes, we do, and I'm a witness to everything that he has brought me through, so yes, yes. Bishop Elet, Dr. Nelson, where could the listeners follow you on social media?
2: Oh, actually, you can go to my Facebook, which is Henry Nelson, or Facebook, or you can go to um, in need of change fellowship church that's on facebook as well um you can follow me on twitter uh bishop elect and you can youtube as well um bishop elect henry nelson and you can subscribe to my um face i mean my youtube page and my twitter as well i'm um, henry nelson um and I think oh, Instagram as well, Henry, um, Henry Nelson as well. So you can um, find me there as well.
0: And if the listening audience, um, I'm heard in I think about 13 countries and on 11 stations, if they want to send a donation to the church, how would they do that? Oh, they
2: can actually go on my, our website, Is InNeedOfChange.org InNeedOfChange.org Or we can go to the cash, my Cash App. Is Dollar Sign Healthy Preaching. Dollar Sign Healthy Preaching. That's the Cash App.
0: Alright, and I truly thank you for coming on today. Bishop Elect Dr. Henry Nelson. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for having me and be blessed.
0: Thank you. You have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. You know, everyone loves the New Beginnings. The first day of a new year always inspires us to take an honest look aspect of our life and schedule and to decide any necessary adjustments. You know, I want to always be sure I'm staying the course. Staying laser focused. I love how Proverbs 425 tells us Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. What great advice for the start of a new year. But you see, I just don't wait for the new year. You know God wants us to be diligent in keeping our eyes firmly fixed on Jesus, laser focus. He wants us to stay the course and where we we won't fear any waves of opposition anything else for me, he's done enough. I am Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living with Lupus. I hope this has touched a soul and inspired someone that is going through to get up Plant your feet on solid ground and be that unshakable person that God made you to be. I'll see you next week on My Story, Living with Lupus.
2: The song just simply says,
1: Richard Brown wrote this song for me. Hallelujah!
0: Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved.